Good morning. Good morning, Rabbi Welcome to Breakfast in the Class. Breakfast in the Class today is Hoshana Rabbah edition. <clears throat> it's dedicated in loving memory of Philip Deutsch, by the Bibi family. And uh, on that note, uh, I also want to say a tremendous happy birthday to, uh, to our one and only Jonah Bibi, who is a, uh, a Sadiq, who is a special person in every possible way. And uh, it is an honor and a joy to be able to have him learning with us in our Gemara class, always rearing and raring to go when it comes to any Dvar Mitzvah, we're very, very proud to have him as a, as a student and as a friend. And uh, we were just able to hear words of Torah from his dear father, Ham uh, David, Azaku Baruch, Chilchem Deoraita. You know, uh, we say, Elohai Nishama Shinatata B. Right? God, you placed the Nishama B inside of me. But we find that at least once in the Torah, we find that Elisha says to, uh, to Eliyahu Anavi, before he, de- he departs, what does Elisha say to Eliyahu? He says, Yehi na pishnaim beruchacha alai. The double soul that you have inside of you, I want to have double your soul. That was the first time that we found Bibi. Elohai Nishama Shinatatavi. So we find the idea. Bibi means a person who has a double strength soul, neshama yitera, and that is every member of the family that I've had the pleasure of meeting is a, is a superstar, Baruch Hashem. Today's class is also dedicated for the complete, complete and speedy of Hashem, Rabbi Eli Abadi, Eliyahu Shemom and Mazafu Tuneh, and for a, the continued health of Rabbi Nichan Afarchi, Chana Batsima Fega, and the week of Cobra was sponsored by David Yash in honor of you and your substantial capacity to go today and every day. Let us begin. My friends, this holiday is the holiday, it's called the day Yom Arava. It's called the day of the Arava. Now, this does not mean that it was called the day of the Arava because we just went and hit the Aravot outside. In the time of the Beit HaMikdash, they would take Aravot and they would encircle the, the Mizbeach and they would go around seven times around the Mizbeach in the time of the Beit HaMikdash. And it was considered such an important thing that even if it fell out on Shabbat, they would still do it in the Beit HaMikdash. They would take the Aravot and they would go around the Mizbeach seven times on that holiday. My friends, so this idea, this Hoshan Arabah, is a lofty idea. And I just want to start maybe unwrapping this a little bit together with you because I think that there's some beautiful lessons here. The B'nai Sascha writes that what does it mean Hoshana? Hoshana means please save. But the B'nai Sascha writes that Hoshana means save Na, which is Gematria, Nun Aleph, 51. If you count from the beginning of Rosh Chodesh Elul, which are the days of mercy, when a person's prayers could be answered, you have 30 days of Elul. Then you have 10 days of Aset Teshuvah, of Rosh Hashanah, Aset Teshuvah, and, and uh, Yom Kippur. It's 10 days, it's 40 days. Then you count four days more to Yom, to, from Yom Kippur to Sukkot. What do we got? 44. And then you count seven days in, which is Hoshana Rabbah. You have exactly 51 days. So Hoshana Rabbah is the salvation that comes not on day 51, but in the culmination of all of these 51 days combined. And we're seeing over here something that is remarkable. And I want to quote to you the words of the Zohar. The Zohar says that while Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the uh, deen, of the beginning of the judgment, the end of the judgment is this day, is the day of Hoshana Rabbah. 
Because while it is written on Rosh Hashanah and it is sealed on Yom Kippur, listen to what he says. He says the petakin are not nimsarin, the letters, the decree, the verdict, the note is not handed to the messenger, to the Ya'ani executioner uh, until this day. And on this day is when that is handed over and a person up until this moment has the ability to be able to reverse or to tear up this Gezerah because it's not, so to speak, yet been delivered. Once it's already been delivered, what do they say? Now it's already much more difficult to be able to get, uh, you know, some people have a great return policy. That's what we talked about on, Shavasa, on, the, uh, on the Shabbat Shuvah Derasha. Some uh, companies have a great return policy. When it comes to the Pitakim, it's much harder to be able to return after that final uh, element of Hoshana Rabbah. So what do we say, Hoshana? Save HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Save the 51 days. All the efforts that we put in, in this time, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, save them. But what does it mean to save the 51? If you merited, you did it. If you didn't, you didn't. What is Hoshana? What are we asking from God to save Hoshana Rabbah in a great way? And my friends, I think that there's something very beautiful over here. As we said earlier, it's called the day of the Arava. And the Sifarim tells us, Yismach Yisrael writes, that what does it mean that it's called the day of the Arava? He quotes the Gemara with the Gemara, tells us, Arov Avdecha Letov. David HaMelech says in Tehilim, Arov Avdecha Letov. Rashi translates, what does it mean, Arov Avdecha Letov? Arov is the same word as Arava. Arov means, become my guarantor. Rashi says that it used to be you'd have a poor guy who would want to take out a loan from another rich guy. But the rich guy knows this guy can't uh, pay back his, uh, his dues. So he's not going to lend it to him. What does he do? He goes over to another rich guy and he says, listen, I already hit you up this month. You know, Dakhila, do me a favor. I'm not going to ask you for more money. Would you mind signing as a guarantor that if I borrow money from this other guy, that if I can't pay back, you know, that you'll, co- that you'll cover me. That's what a guarantor is. So, Arov Avdecha Letov, Al Ya'ashkuni Zedim, says David HaMelech, God become, Arov Avdecha Letov, become my guarantor for the good. Ve'al Ya'ashkuni, Ya'ashkuni Zedim, and let not the wicked ones be able to take advantage uh, of me. Right? Now, my friends, who are we talking about? Who's David HaMelech talking about? What does that mean in the context of this Yom uh, Arava? We're coming to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We're saying something that I think is very powerful. Rabbi Bibi spent some time setting the table a little bit for you, giving you some of the, uh, the contextual analysis of Rosh Hashanah, Kippur, etc., etc. I just want to share one point. We know that all throughout Sukkot, we're bringing many, many sacrifices. How many sacrifices do we bring in total all the days of Sukkot? Seventy. Why do we bring 70 sacrifices? Because it is the Jewish way not only to care about your own, but to care about all of God's creations. And God's mercy is upon all of His creations. So if God's mercy is upon all of His creations, then our mercy should be upon all of His creations. So we have 70 korbanot that we bring throughout the holiday to reference the 70 nations that we're asking God to be able to give them everything that they need in terms of berachah, for sustenance, for livelihood, etc., etc. So we're not only praying for ourselves, we're praying for the rest of the world too. Gemara says that if the nations of the world would have known what we were doing in our temple for them, 
how much benefit they got, they would have surrounded the Beit HaMikdash with soldiers, and they never would have let anyone tear it down. Okay? Unfortunately, they didn't know or they didn't understand. But my friends, I want you to understand this point. We have all these days of Sukkot with 70 different uh, korbanot representing each one of the different uh, umot. Then the, 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 the Gemara tells us, along comes Shemini Atzeret, and on Shemini Atzeret Hashem says, no, 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 okay, Hajjeh. That was everybody else. But I didn't make you have 71 korbanot because you, the Jewish people, are also part of that uh, you know, list of 70 nations. You know, you, you stand out outside of that list. And therefore, on Shemini Atzeret, I have only one korban, only with the Jewish people. And that's the concept of Shemini Atzeret, that after we've talked about and dealt with and prayed for everybody else, Hashem says, I want one day only with you, only with the Jewish people. That means that all of Sukkot represents whom? All the nations. Shmini Atzeret, we shift over from all the nations of the world, all the Ovdei Kochavim Mazalot, all the idol worshippers, all everybody else, and we move to the, the Am Yisrael, the nation of Israel, that is so markedly different that it couldn't even have its own korban on the same day as everybody else. It had to have its own separate day. My friends, what have we learned already about the four, meaning about the four uh, species? The Etrog stands for the perfect tzaddik. The Hadassim and Ululav stand for a person who has Torah with no mitzvot, or mitzvot with no Torah, good smell, but no taste, good taste, but no smell. But what does the Arava have? The Arava has nothing, has no taste, it has no smell. That represents a person who doesn't have Torah, doesn't have mitzvot. It's interesting that the word Arava is the same letters as the word Avera. So a person who has Arava has nothing going for them. My friends, that's why we have this day of Hoshana Arava. Because at the nexus point of the difference of Ben Yisrael La'amim stands a Jew that you can't tell the difference between him and a non-Jewish person. So in between the day of the 70 and the Korbanot for all the nations of the world and the day where something is set aside for the Jewish people because they're, they're so obviously different. Where is the Jew where you cannot tell the difference? You know, a lot of Jews like to believe that they have a very good Judar. You see a person walking down the street, you're like, he's Jewish, she's Jewish. He, you know, it's very easy because you don't go over and check it. You think your radar is amazing. There's zero evidence to back up your claim. But you're very confident that your radar is perfect, okay? We like to think it that way. But you know what? I'll tell you, I've met many Jews in my life that in a million years, I never would have thought they were Jewish. In a million years. I played ball with a guy in England. Anyway, the guy is coming down the court. Um, he says, uh, he goes, oh, uh, you're a rabbi. You know, maybe you, could, maybe you could marry me and my girlfriend. I was like, I only marry Jewish people. He goes, I'm Jewish people. And he pulls aside, he had a, a, you know, a, a tank top on. This guy with a goatee, long hair, da 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 pulls aside his uh, tank top, revealing his heart, and right on his heart is tattooed a giant Magen David. This is how Jewish I am, that I tattooed the Star of David on my heart. Okay? A lot of times you can't tell the difference. You know what? I've been playing ball with the guy for over a year. I still have no idea. I mean, that has to be buried pretty deep, right? So this day of Arava is a day when a Jewish person who doesn't have any mitzvot, who's not demonstrably Jewish, he still has this day. 
That's Hoshana Rabbah. We go around the Mizbeach seven times because every time we have the idea of Hakafot, encircling something in the Torah, it represents the idea of tearing down walls. When they went around Yericho again and again and again and again, eventually the walls literally crumbled from the Jewish people circling the town seven times. So the idea of taking the Aravot around the Mizbeach is you take a person with no mitzvot, with no Torah, you know no nothing, and you surround the Mizbeach. What does it mean to go around the Mizbeach? And how does that cause the walls to fall? The Mizbeach is a place of sacrifice. And what we ask of this person is, I know, I know that you're not a tzaddik. I know that you're not anywhere. But show me that you could sacrifice something. And that's what Hoshana Rabbah is really about. I don't know who you are. I didn't meet you on Roshana. I didn't see you on Yom Kippur. But you're here today with no mitzvot, with the word Avera stamped on your passport. How do you want to get through? I'm handing the notes to the guy who's going to carry out the decree. How do you want to scooch in here, take it out of his hand, and get yourself a good decree? How are you going to do it? So what do we do? We take the guy around and around and around the Mizbech, a place of sacrifice. And God says, show me some element of sacrifice. And I believe that that's why this minhag of the Nevi'im is such that you take the Aravot and you beat them on the ground. Because the only way that this Arava actually, in this final hour, is able to achieve some level of, of kapara is by bending himself, is by breaking himself, is by having some of the pieces, if you will, some of his lifestyle, some of his ta'avot, they fall off, they fall away. And it's an idea that you're supposed to have the leaves of the arava fall off. In those minutes, if avera and arava are the same, then the leaves are the fruits of the avera endeavors that the person's accomplished. If you can just let go of some of the Averot, not even that you did a mitzvah, if you could sacrifice some of your leaves, then that's enough on this day. Hoshana, God says, I have 51 days behind you. That they did not work. They did not say, get, get you salvation. Show me today, show up today with your prayers. You have an opportunity to be able to squeak by, to be able to tear up the pitakim, the letters, before they go into the hands of the people that are going to carry out <coughs> the decrees of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. My friends, one last thing that I want to say as well. The same way a letter that's handed into the hands of the executioner can be stilled on this day, don't you realize that the opposite is also true? What if you had a great year penciled in? You killed it on Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, but then you really dropped the ball. If, if it hasn't been given to the messenger to carry out, for the good as well, it's not yet signed, sealed, delivered, I'm yours, until it goes into that hand. So even if you think you did pretty well, Hoshana Rabbah is a day to double down and ensure that the good things that you got actually get delivered. I don't know if you've ever had this before. You know, you have a very important package or a very important deal. You have a very important business, you know, you want to sign a contract. Everybody says, yes, yeah, letter of intent, hazaku baruch. NDA, hazaku baruch. You sat in the meeting, hazaku baruch. Term sheet, hazaku baruch. Until it's signed, until it comes back, what is it all worth? Nothing. Fat ladies got to sing. Right, you got it? Fat lady has got to sing. And then you got to leave because kol isha. Either way, point is, my friends, I want you to understand how important the opportunity is
on this day. And I want to end with this last piece. If that's what Arov Avdecha Letov means, that means that what God is saying is, how could I let you go just because you let some Averot go? You have to do the mitzvot to counteract. You let the Averot go, you're at zero. How do you get through with zero? What's your merit? What's your zechut kiyum? What's your merit to be able to exist? So God says, Arov Avdecha Letov, I'm going to sign as a guarantor on me. God says to me, that Hadin, I'll sign for him. Yom Arava, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I'm in his corner. My friends, I want to tell you one thing. One thing. You ever sign a guarantee for anybody? Anyone ever do that? What happens now? The day is coming. You call the guy. You're like, did you pay it back? He says, no, no, I got a couple more days. Now you're sweating. Doesn't go to him. Well, who's it coming to? It's coming to you. You signed it PG, right? Personal guarantor. Chalas. They're going to come collect it from you. So what do you tell the guy? Come on, get your act together. What do you they tell the guy? You have a job? You don't have a job? Let me hire you. You get the guy. You make phone calls for him. Why are you doing all this? Because you're the guarantor. You're the guarantor. The greatest ally of a person, of the person who had the guarantor signed for him is the guarantor. That's the concept that we now have HaKadosh Baruch Hu powering our mitzvah endeavors. Because once he signed Arev, once he signed as a guarantor, you don't want that coming knocking back at his door. So what does Hashem do? He makes sure to give you the it'aruta dil'ela, the wake-up call, the power, the energy from up on high to be able to achieve uh, your, uh, your, what's it called? Your, your special gifts. My friends, this is all part of Hoshana Rabbah. And immediately, suddenly a person that doesn't feel like they've done enough, what happens in this moment? Uh, you haven't done enough. You haven't got across the finish line. It becomes the element, the finish line uh, becomes part of who you are. I always love the idea that when you hit the aravot on the ground and the averot disappear, what are we supposed to have in mind? The letters man tzapach, mem, nun, tzadi, pei, chaf. Mem, nun, tzadi, pei, chaf. Those are the five letters in the alphabet that are the only letters in the alphabet that are written differently if they're in the middle or the beginning of a word and if they're at the end. Man tzapach are the end letters. And every time we hit the arava, what do we think? We think that not only did I get rid of my avera, but now I'm across the finish line of mem. We literally are imagining finish lines. Mem, nun, tzadi, peh, chaf. All the things, all the letters that have a finishing letter is what's going through our mind. My friends, when a person is thinking that way, I'm starting something, I'm going to finish it, but I'm committed to at least sacrificing the negative behaviors that I still have held on to since Kippur. And everybody knows what they said they would do on Kippur that already have gone back to uh, since Kippur. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. You said you're going to start a new class. You didn't do it. You said you're going to do this. Be kinder to your kid. You already yelled at him. You said you're going to be nicer to your wife. You're already sleeping on the couch. You know, this is how it works. Now you know. You go back to those things that you've not finished and you tell HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I'm letting go of that behavior and Hashem, I'm visualizing the end of that, the mem, 
the noon, the tzadi, the pechaf, if we had time, I would go into the ending of each one of those letters because the ending of each one of those letters is actually fascinating. There are five cases, I'll just share with you the line of thought. There are five cases in the Torah where they had to go back to be able to get an answer from HaKadosh Baruch Hu for those things, okay? For, for those questions that were raised, that Moshe Rabbeinu didn't answer them, they had to go back and answer. So as an example, one of the tzaddiists, Lofchad, right? The, we had an example with, uh, you know, with uh, Pesach is, uh, is another one, another one of the letters. But it's not just those things. In each one of those elements, there was a, if you will, a thematic concept that had not been finished. A thematic concept that had not, had, had not yet had closure. And for a deeper understanding, maybe it would be worthwhile to delve into that. But Hashem should bless us on this day of Hoshana Rabbah to become finishers. Hashem should bless us to accept our Teshuvah on this day, even if we didn't make it across the finish line before. And Hashem says, even though no one else could tell the difference between you, between you and some other non-Jewish guy, and that's why you sit at this nexus point between the sacrifices of the, of the non-Jews and the sacrifice of the Jewish people, I'm signing you in. You're in on my, you're in on my back. And when a person has God signed for them, then suddenly they start to feel the wind at their back and they're able to achieve great, great things. Try and dedicate a little bit of time today, number one, to Teshuvah and to Tefillah, but also to being able to think to yourself which Aravot, Arevot, uh, Arevut, Averot are you going to let go of and to commit and to visualize what it would look like to be able to be finished with that problem forever. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen.